This is Living Proof Radio, May 2024. All of our full episodes are available on our Patreon with weekly drops, a Patreon-only radio show, and Living Proof magazine delivered to your house every issue, as well as our entire members-only library backlog. Patreon.com slash Living Proof New York. I want to talk a little bit about how you've been locked up. You know what Hell I'm saying? Yeah. You're a felon yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is not necessarily a, a badge of honor, so to speak. But, you know, what I mean, it's part of it's part of how it is growing up. Um, when did you start getting in legal trouble? And like, usually what was that? What was that based around? Was it graffiti stuff or? See, like it started out with graffiti. Like we all got bagged in like 95 and you'll see like the article. If they print it and scan it, you'll see the article. Like I was all hyped. They put my actual tag in the newspaper and shit. It's like insane, but, (laughs) but they bagged us in 95. That was for graffiti. Um, Juvenile shit. Juvenile stuff was Bruntley graffiti where they would lock us up and put us in like Schumann center. And that shit was wild. Like the first time I went to Schumann center, I'll never forget Obviously, I'm like 14, 15 years old. I've never been locked up before. And they take you into like, uh, what is it? Like before you hit the population or whatever, you got to put on their clothes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember they give you these whitey tighties and shit. Yeah. Like use whitey tighties, but you could see where they bleached out the shit stains. I'm like, <laughs> damn, bro, I'm really going to put these on. But yeah, like getting locked up or whatever, like we're not proud of it, but it's our story and it is what it is. But there's a way to like, persevere from all that like that was a point in my life where just in and out of the system but honestly bro like if you think about it like everything you've been through like me personally like in my life like I wake up every day and it's a blessing but you started getting locked up around like 14 15 years old and that escalated literally till I was like 25 years old and it started hitting like the adult systems obviously in and out of jails and it's just, I look back at that part of my life and it's like, God damn, it's so crazy and insane. Like, I'm just glad I ain't living like that anymore. Like it got my, my heart pounding thinking about it, but I really lived that way for a long time. And I felt like there was a possibility. Like at one point in my life, I'm like, damn dude, I'm really going to be stuck in these streets till the day I die. And I'm just glad I made it out. You know what I mean? I really made it out to the other side and I'm alive. No, that's another, I honestly, like, I know that a lot of listeners like to hear the, the, the war stories, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. But kind of like you, something that you and I relate to is celebrating like the good, exactly, the good, right. going out for a nice yeah, steak, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We Hell both yeah. like to do yeah, that. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it's and, funny, I always think about it, like you was in the same state prison as my grandfather, you know what I mean? Oh, that's and crazy. I remember, and I tell you the story all the time, like, I'm not glamorizing this shit. I'm just telling you it's my story. Like, my family is so, like, God, I don't know. Like, it's like we was just, what's that? Like, when you just become your, like, environment, like, products of your environment. Like, my grandfather, like, I remember he was in the Western Penitentiary, and I was young as hell, and my parents were, like, they didn't. They were like trying to shelter me from that shit, and they would. They would say, "Grandpa's in the in the military. We're gonna go visit him." Yeah. <laughs> and here, like you think he's really in the military because we would go visit him down the western where you was at, and that shit. They got the big ass towers, and I think at that time there's dudes in the gun towers and everything. I'm yeah. like, damn, look at them army dudes. But 
going to visit my grandpa. But meanwhile, he was in the Western Penitentiary. But it's just like my family, like all my cousins, everyone, uncles, like literally like in and out of prisons and just like you look up to like your uncles and everything. Like they're supposed to be your childhood heroes. They're like on the block chilling and you just want to be like them. But you don't realize like the shit that's going to come with being like them is going to turn into hell fast. And I just looked up, not really to the wrong people. I just looked up to my family members and it just feels like it just got me in a hell of trouble, but I'm still, I'm still alive. So it's a blessing. That's all. Yeah. Not just alive. You're doing real well though. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, what, what got you about the situation that you were in? Like, what was the, what was the turning point for you? Was it, was it like a slow progression that happened or was it like a, like something you just hit rock bottom and made a change. Yeah, it's like for real, like your body can only endure so much pain. So that even back stay, back when stay close. To even mind. when I back when I was like start like when you're young and like a teenager, I really didn't give a fuck. But when you start hitting to the adult stages of the shit and you keep going in and out of the jail, and then you see the same fucking people, the revolving door, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then, like, being in jail and stuff on Christmas, and then you go out into them pods or whatever, and you hear the little Jingle Bell songs. Like, that shit's depressing, man. So yeah. there was just points in my life, like, you would just be so, like, down and out about that shit, and the pain was so strong. Like, it did. It, it took a long time, though, to get to the point where, and at the end of the day, I can't take credit for it. Like, it gets to the point, like, bro, a miracle happened in my life. It's the only way I can explain it. So at 25, like, <clears throat> by the I don't know, by the grace of God, bro, something occurred in my life where I let go of that shit, man. And it's it's still a fight every day, but I let go of that. And then just kept fighting and fighting and fighting. And then eventually now like 20 years later it's a little bit easier so it is it's a it's a long painful process but i feel like i'm on the other side of it now yeah definitely how many kids you got i got three of them yeah trey ball (laughs) (laughs) how old were you when you had your first kid i was uh i feel like 27 ish hold up 25 wifey's in the corner 25 (laughs) just gave me the number but i 26, 26. I was 26 when I had my first kid. So somewhere in that range. Cool. And I ain't going to lie, bro. Me and wifey was linked up. I don't even think we was married yet. But she called me. I was painting for this company, like apartment painting. And I think she called me and was like, I'm pregnant. I was like, oh, my God, dude. I was scared as hell, dude. Mm -hmm. Like seriously scared. And I'm like, what am I going to do? So I called my dad on the phone. You know, you think you call your dad and he's going to give you like this words of wisdom and all this good advice and shit. I'm like, yo, dad, you ain't going to believe it. I was like, Allie's pregnant, dude. Like, what the fuck? He was like, listen, champ, people have been having kids for thousands of years. You'll be fine. Click. (laughs) (laughs) He just hung up the phone. I'm like, oh, shit. So, but yeah, I got three kids. (laughs) But it was scary as fuck because they get back to the shit like. Don't get it twisted. Like, it's hard to navigate out here. Like, what's it? The wreckage of the past, bro. It'll peek its little head up. And I remember, like, oh, it, I'm 25 years old. I'm getting all my shit together. And you think, dude, I didn't work a day in my life till I was 25 years old. And all of a sudden, you want to wake up 
and start putting in applications with companies. It ain't that easy. I remember I put in this application. I forget who it was, but it might have been like the gas company or something in Pittsburgh. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to work for the gas company. But lo and behold, they do that criminal record search and dude's looking at the shit. He's like, bro, I can't hire you. And his exact words, he was like, your shit looks like a fucking crime spree from not because they can't check your juvenile shit they said bro your shit looks like a crime spree from 97 to 05 like what am i gonna do with you i'm like oh man i was like dude i'm trying to change my life but he wasn't trying to hear it but i ended up getting a job at that apartment building because they fucked with whoever he was painting house or painting apartments so they didn't care what your background was but like it felt like to get a legitimate job it just wasn't happening bro you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so